0: Welcome back to Let Freedom Reign podcast, the official equine industry podcast of Day Six Ranch. I'm your host, Jason Swick. And on this show, we discuss leadership, self-mastery, and discipleship from topics and perspectives exclusive to the equine industry. If you are looking to build a legacy-worthy lifestyle, we encourage you to visit day6ranch.com and explore our free content, other podcasts, and sign up for our monthly newsletter. We thank you for joining us on this adventure. Well, here we go with another week of podcasts. This week, we are going to take a hard right turn and introduce a new podcast series as we near the launch of the Day Six Ranch coaching program to include an exclusive Day Six Ranch podcast. This week, we're going to introduce a podcast series titled White Horse Remuda that will be included as a feature series under the upcoming Day Six Ranch podcast. White Horse Ramuda is a faith based podcast that I have the honor of co hosting alongside J.R. Vazane, who is an incredible man of God and been nothing but a blessing since our first conversation. In this inaugural episode of White Horse Remuda, you will hear a snapshot of our testimonies, how the show came to be, and our understanding of why God has placed this opportunity in front of us. As always, I am eternally grateful for your following and continued support of the podcast, no matter which direction they go. JR and I are excited for the future of White Horse Ramuda and cannot wait to see what God reveals next for us. After listening to the first episode of White Horse Remuda, we encourage you to reach out with questions, scriptures, or topics you would like covered in future episodes. We hate to keep y'all waiting any longer. Here's the first podcast in our faith-based series titled White Horse Remuda. All right, man. Well, here we are, episode number one at White Horse Remuda. This is uh, a show that we've we've been talking about for several months. It kind of sparked from a conversation that we had several months ago when we talked about goal setting. Uh, JR, you were in the throes of getting rolling with some rain cow horse stuff, and I was prepping for an endurance race, and it kind of started with the question of, why do we put God in a box? And I can't say that that's an easy question to answer, and I think we've all put God in a box on some level, and the parallel was through us placing our own limitations on setting goals, and... Sometimes we don't see our own potential because we have these constricting views. But before we get too deep into the conversation, I just want to thank you for all the faith and the effort that you've put into making this show, what it is and breathing life into it because we've had several conversations over the couple years that we've known each other and I can't thank you enough for the hours of life that you've breathed into my journey. And it's an honor to sit down here and, and cut through the Bible and, and grow our faith and our relationship with God together because I've used you several times over as a sounding board when I've fallen on my face in my walk with faith. And and what better time than now to get this thing rolling?
1: Oh, man. I uh, It's awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to see what this transpires into and how the Lord uses this. It actually is kind of emotional for me because of our relationship, right? Um, The start to this podcast stemmed from a couple months ago with those seeds being planted in this new journey and that sort of thing. But it's no accident that we're sitting here today. Yes, sir. And it's no coincidence that it happens to be on Easter week, Friday of Easter week, the, the Good Friday, Um, the day that Jesus died and this hasn't been a couple months in the making this has been our lives in the making and especially the last five years well I guess not quite four and a half but the day you called me and uh, interviewed me for the let freedom reign podcast and our friendship from just stemming from there and so the 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 thanks is it reciprocated from me man thanks for having me i uh we, we were talking about it earlier there in the kitchen prior to this that we we hold ourselves back you and i even we hold ourselves back why it's why are we good enough to do this or what what are the main goals of this or that sort of thing why have we been beating around the bush at at getting it up and going but really really there's a perfect time for everything and i think uh i think I, I'm, I'm stoked to see where it goes man so the the thanks is reciprocated for me it's it's a ditto man thanks for having me thanks for bringing me on board and 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 teaming up with me i'm i'm stoked to see where the lord takes it
0: heck yeah so how did jr and i get connected i guess the thanks would be to chuck swisher Uh, I had just interviewed Chuck for Let Freedom Rain podcast. We did an episode together and I said, hey, uh, you know, who are some folks that you think are all on the same mission or the same thought process that the the, the podcast aligns with? And he said, man, you got to call Jr." And for those of you that don't know, um, Jr. was in the hospital at the time coming off of a pretty life-changing circumstance and fact pattern. And I even told Chuck that day, I said, absolutely not. Well, I am <laughs> I am not calling JR right now. First of all, I don't know JR from Adam, and he sure as heck don't know me. And the last thing I'm going to do is call this man and ask a favor for him or a favor of him uh, when his plate is as full as it is. But now knowing the man that JR is, it's, it's obvious why Chuck recommended him and JR answered the phone. And, man, I still think – I think our first conversation that we had together, you were still at Tier Memorial.
1: Man, I was, what the, I'd have to go back and look at when you interviewed me, but it had to be. I think it was less than a month. I, I, it might have been I two I was like weeks. the 10th of October or something, yeah. which was, I was hurt September 22nd. So, yeah. yes, a little background on my deal. I know a lot of people know the story, but um, I... Uh, we were just talking about this too, our identity. So I've, I've had to catch myself because I've I've always said that I'm a broken man in a broken world serving a big God. And I've had to change that because I am a child of the Most High God saved by grace. And I am, a I, I have fallen short and I am a work in progress, but nothing has happened on accident, right? So my wreck, I had a horse in September, on September 22nd of 2018, Um, I had a bareback horse, so rodeoed professionally for 10 years, and um, I was at Pasadena, Texas, and had a horse flip over on me and broke T9 and T10, and uh, I'm still currently in a wheelchair, striving and trusting and believing, trying to get out of it, and Jason called me and said, hey, would you mind doing an interview, and it's crazy how I've done a lot of podcasts, honestly, with people, and uh, oh yeah, we'll keep in touch, and there's very few that I've kept in touch. Actually, with. kept in touch with. Yeah, J- Jason's been a man that uh, knew there was something more than just an interview, and I went from. So he did. He interviewed me at. Uh, I was still at Tier at at uh, in Houston, going to inpatient rehab. And I went from there to Utah. I got it's crazy how our story's been. I got, uh, met up with Kent Merton who builds raspers and had a leather shop and was doing leather stuff. Jason, we kept in contact. We then got on some, uh, zoom Bible studies together. And so we had, seeing each other through the computer screens and stuff, but kept in contact and it might not be every day or every week or even every month but periodically for the last four and a half years have been in close contact as far as phone calls and Jason sent me all his old leather tools and Yeah, (sighs) he almost forgot about that. Been a a huge blessing in, in my life even though he doesn't think so on a scale of monetary status or whatever <laughs> but the always our conversations have always been we we will spend an hour to 3 hours on the phone and every single time we hang up the phone is man I need to hear that today thanks for calling and then when we moved down here to Texas I got to shake Jason's hand for the first time not behind the computer screen and it's seriously been like we've known each other our yeah, whole lives yeah. right and it's just funny to see how it's transpired into
0: what we got going on here. Knocking man. out it's a podcast been, together. It's been Yeah, been and fun. there's been several of those conversations that JR and I have had over the se- the last few years. A lot of what's come from them will be revealed through the life of this show. And I could not tell you how many conversations that we ended, Me, me hosting a few podcasts thinking, gosh, I wish... I wish we had that all on a podcast. I wish we all had that all on a podcast. And we kept talking about it and talking about it. And nothing ever came of it because life just happened, right? We get busy. We don't make it a priority. And, and then just last fall, I think it was, right before you guys came down here, I was training for an endurance race and talking about setting some goals. And at the time, the goals I was... At the time I had started training for the endurance race, the goals I was pursuing weren't even on the table in any stretch and jr and i were having a conversation about his circumstance now pursuing rain cow horse stuff where there was a time in his life when qualified medical doctors told him that walking was never going to be an option ever again and through god's grace and god's glory those words were not true in the slightest and here he is pursuing some rain cow horse work and how how the pursuit of goals are often placed by our own limitations, but yet we've found in JR and I's walk with God that we've kind of placed our own limitations on God's ability. And who are we, or how dare we put God's power and glory mm-hmm. and grace and abilities in a box?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, come on. I mean, it was uh, so it was always a dream of mine to get in the random cow horse world when I was done rodeoing and we I always there will be a lot of these stories that get revealed and that sort of thing is this podcast unfolds but just to keep it somewhat short here um i had been going through a lot of frustrations in life that I was chipping away goals and dreams and um my wife had told me she was pregnant the the first of september and i was hurt three weeks later so here i was trying to learn how to parent from a life-altering situation also so i had a lot of things going on but there was we we still ran the ranch we still had cows we still had sheep we still had all those things but i was lacking something and the what i was lacking is I was doing things I wanted, but I wasn't chasing my true desire and true passion, which has always been the horse. And um, I I had done a podcast with Marcus and Morgan Luttrell, the lone survivor, the Team Never Quit quit podcast. Um, Well, it would be three years ago now prior to this, but um, I I had to go back and listen to the podcast because at the end of the podcast, they, they asked me, they said, what would you be doing? if uh if the wreck hadn't happened and my response was i'm doing exactly what i would be doing regardless of the wreck other than i always had a dream of getting in the ran cow horse world when i was done rodeo and so when i get walking again that's what i'm gonna do well aaron brookshire who is in Parent, is a cowhorse trainer long story short he hears that podcast we have a couple mutual friends and he, do, I don't know him. He doesn't know me from Adam. He tracks my number down. And he cold calls me and he says, Do you still have a dream of getting the rain and cow horse world? And I said, Yeah. When I get walking again, that's what I'm going to do. And he said, Well, 90% of my non pros don't you know how to use their legs, anyways. He said, So if you're willing, <laughs> I think we can get it figured out. And it kind of took me by surprise. It was like, because the the backside of that story was, to, it, it's really, the reigning cow horse world to me was, my desire is the horse. All things horse related. I just, I got it placed, my want and desire is the horse. And... So I grew up training colts and and doing the rodeo deal and I I started horses at from the time I was young 12 years old I think when I started my first one but I'd been watching my uncle do it since I was a little kid you know that as far back as I can remember and it was really never about showing and it was really never about those sorts of things but it was always about getting around my real dream was getting around as many of the high-end horse trainers that i could get around and gaining that knowledge to understand the horse more and in 2014 um they had the very first american rodeo and we had got checked in there and I was traveling with R.C. Landingham at the time, and his stepdad, Ty Skyver, um, was—he's uh, a—he's a horse trainer, cowboy co- to through and through. Um, does fabulous leather work, and uh, he had the world's greatest horseman was going on at the coliseum and he said let's go watch some of the world's greatest and now that i know a little bit about the game i'm sure we were watching non-pros or some other yeah. sorts of classes but regardless i was watching bridle horses make fence runs and that sort of thing i was You're completely enamored by it yes dating my wife at the time and she called said how was it i said that was some of the coolest stuff i've ever seen when i'm done rodeo and this is what i want to do and it wasn't about showing, but it was learning how to make legit bridle horses because I'm a cowboy and I love cowboying. And I believe the ultimate tool to get a ranch job done is the horse. So I've wanted to build that relationship with the horse and learn how to train the horse to be a bridle horse and thank. Seventy percent on its own, or whatever the 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 percentage needs to be. But so yeah, it's been it's been great. So Aaron calls me and says, "Let's get after it." So I'd made a couple trips down here last summer, and as it got more serious, I'd went home and I was like starting to need to make some big life changes to chase this dream, which was had transit. I had to swallow some pride. I had to change my view. I had to all these things, but seen it starting to become a reality and the talk was man i don't know i was like i'm trying to think of it i need to be able to make the entry fees back and this sort of thing and da 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 and the jason told me he said man why are we putting god in the box and I, after that phone i'd got off of i would got off a phone call with aaron and and, and i'm not bad mouthing aaron i'm not whatever just it was i'd called aaron seeking human affirmation as to what reality was in this journey and I'd been I'd been on a spiritual trip with the sky's the limit, man. And I have no idea what it's going to tr- transpire into. But you need to get serious about it. Was what my gut was telling me. Like this wasn't just going to be a hobby. This needed to be a serious, true chase of my passion and desire that I had believed that God would give me. I'd spent countless hours praying about it. I'd watched it unfold. I mean, I mean, we're talking three years in the making and really my whole life in the making as yeah, far back as I can ahead. remember is been making a bridle horse. Right. And so I'd called Aaron and I had asked him, I said, what, what are the, what's reality here? What, how good are we going to get? And Aaron told me, he said, my goal with this has always been to get you competitive and get you showing in the in the, in the cow horse world. But some of my questions have been, how much money can I make? What should I set my goals at? I was trying to, which I had never done before in my life. I had never went to somebody else asking what I should set my goals for. So I was at a spot with my recovery and all the things that... It wasn't that I was doubting. It wasn't that I'd given up on walking because I haven't. I believe I'm going to walk on this earth and um, this sort of thing. But I was putting God in a box. And I didn't know what the... I didn't know what... I was at a crossroads in my life because nobody else had expectations of me. If me getting on a horse because of the wreck... Me getting on a horse was a milestone. Me riding a cow horse and getting a turnaround was a milestone like when i look at those things it's excuse my mouth but it's chicken shit right like yeah. that's yeah. not the end goal yeah. to me like yeah. i want i want more than just a cool turnaround yeah. i want more than this but nobody expects any more of that than me so i was at a crossroads i was so i called aaron what are the what what are what are the goals here what's reality how much money can i make i need to i'm about to freaking drop a bunch of money on a horse and <laughs> like this is kind of where i'm getting led to but i need yeah. that to pay yeah. you know i need this to see i need to see viable, the business of this and this is gonna go absolutely and the the statement that lit my fire was he said i don't know if i would look at it that way maybe we should treat this as more of a hobby He said, my goal has always been to get you in the show pen and get you competitive, and I do believe that we will get there, but I don't know past that. Yeah. And I hung up the phone, and Jason Swick was my next call. And I was like, feverantly, for six hours that day. I'll never forget it, six hours that day. Like, it didn't sit well with me. And it wasn't that he said anything was impossible. It wasn't that he put a... A limit
0: on where we were going. Yeah, he has absolutely what, reasonable with what, what he had, the information he had to make a decision it was from.
1: It was legitimately that he didn't want his expectations of what his dreams and goals and desires of this whole thing were to make me feel inadequate. Yeah. I think. Like it was genuine. It yeah. was, hey man, whatever. Like, don't think you have to get there with this deal and i've 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 thought a lot about that because that was in shoot what july or something of yeah. of of the year and so i fee i was feverant man i was seeking i was searching i was praying i was like lord this is the road that you're sending me down shelby and i have talked about this my what we we this has not been a week-long thing like i'm talking this was a six months in the making huge that we've been that we've been yeah and We'd been talking about and letting unfold and praying about and this sort of thing. And I, Jason, I talked to Jason and that was the conversation was, I was like, it was burning in me. I was like, the, the point that the Lord spoke to me was the dream before was to compete at the world's greatest horseman one day. So why is the dream any different now? And I was scared. I was
0: I was, I don't know, I had a lot of emotions about it because it's its the impossible. I was going to say, you're you are trying to accomplish what some of the greatest horsemen in the world accomplish, and you literally have the tool set. <laughs> exactly.
1: It's the impossible, yeah. right? Yeah. But I I've realized it was revealed to me that that is hardwired into me. And Jason sparked the, I was like, man, what's the, what do you, what do you think? I don't even know how the conversation got started or how it went there, but that was the conversation. He asked me, why are you doubting? Why are you putting God in a box? Why are you trying to set up? Oh, you have to win this much and you have to get a colt out of that horse that pace for that horse and this that and the other thing and it hit me you're right why am I putting God in the box man take the limits off and so I called Aaron back six hours seven hours well, I'm later sorry
0: Aaron for that follow up phone call. If <laughs> came a bit I didn't mean to do that part <laughs> It I'll was posing a question <laughs> and so
1: it's laughed about now I was yeah. fired up man <laughs> and I, I called him I said hey to be frank and I, 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 I'm not doing it any justice because I, I wish we had it we'll have to get yeah, him we'll on here And interview him one time on what that conversation was because I was fired up. I was in the gym. I just got done with the workout and I was fired up, man. I was like, here's the deal. I appreciate the opportunity that you have given me. I appreciate this next step in this journey and in this dream of mine. You have changed my life by that phone call because you've got me chasing a passion of mine that I've had forever. And so I thank you for that. But.
0: However, comma,
1: I cannot treat this like a hobby. I cannot not give my all at this. I cannot not shoot for the impossible because I'm hardwired that way. So as my coach, I need you to know what my goals are. And now that I know a little bit about the game, I want to compete at the world's greatest horseman someday and I want to be a million dollar rider and I I need you to know that if those things don't get accomplished that's okay but I have to approach this situation in this journey with that much seriousness or else I won't take it serious enough so I have to set my goals for the impossible I have to swing for the freaking fences I have to chase the stars here because I won't be serious enough about it like I am willing to bust my balls I am willing to work out and give my all I am willing to put the hours in on the horse. I'm willing to change my life and sell the cows and chase this dream. I'm willing to do these things, but I need you to coach me with the same expectations that I have of myself or even greater, or else I'll go get a new coach. And I could just see his jaw dropped on the other side of the phone. And his comment was, well, all the research that I've done about you was nobody's ever accused you of setting your goals too low he said so I, I, I it is possible Part at least you're it, living up
0: to expectations like
1: we eat an elephant one bite at a time yeah
0: absolutely and
1: I I confided in that man I will I he, he does not know I, I tell him constantly how much he's he he changed the trajectory of my life because and it the, the the earthly side of that is he got me chasing a passion of mine. And the selfish goals in that passion and in this journey are to compete at the world's greatest horseman and be a million dollar rider. But it's so much bigger than that, right? And when we put God in a box, I was limited to the business side of that journey. And the more that I let it unfold, the more that I just chase the desire and the passion and chase it with a servant heart, the bigger the work I see already happening. And the big picture of the whole journey is for me to use the horse to serve whatever way the lord has me to serve each and every single day right just like my walk with god and i'm i'm it's it's a learning process and i'm i'm learning and i'm seeking and i'm striving to be one percent better than i was a day before in every area of my life and seeking that and when we put god in a box we limit what even he can do right and we limit we limit how big our work can be we limit the opportunities that we're going to get we talked about that i said i don't know i said the conversation between jason and i and then later reciprocated between aaron and i was i said who's to say that horse opportunities don't come my way who's to say that sponsorship opportunities don't come my way i didn't work 12 years in the rodeo world for my quote-unquote name for nothing it's like who's to say these things who's to say that isn't what the lord's gonna bless this journey with I had to get in the mindset that it wasn't about me anymore it wasn't about competing at the world's greatest horseman anymore it wasn't about that horse paying itself off anymore it was a business investment in me at to look at it from this is teaching me all that God has me to learn through this situation through this journey and letting him do the work in it and that's what that's what that's what inspired me encouraged me and convicted me in that conversation that we had
0: of why do we put god in a box yeah and what sparked that perspective for me is that it's obvious we serve a mighty god capable of whatever he, he can do it all literally do it all as a creator of dust and everything magnificent right but when we in our worldly ways put him in a box i think it it diminishes our ability to commit to the faith. And it diminishes Mm. our ability to truly believe in Him and be convicted by what is placed on our heart because we talked about it in the house before recording. So many times I've been fearful of situations or speaking up or giving an opinion because I don't see the value in myself. I've put God's expectation in a box Mm -hmm. with the perspective of who am I? Who am I to say this? Who am I to speak up? Who am I to offer the help? Who am I to stand in in the place of God and do his work being a messenger? And I've missed the boat several times over. I've missed the boat exponentially. There's times that I miss a boat and I probably don't even know. And 100%. I will never know because I lived so much of my life blind. And when Jr. and I got on this kick in this conversation about putting, a God, putting God in a box, it then raised the question because both of us have been called on to mentor many people in the Western industry in their walk with God is that I don't come from a place of, of being a pastor. We're not theologians. We're not college educated in scripture. We're men trying to develop our relationship with God. And we're subject to the same exact struggles that every other man is. We're subject to the same exact sins that every other man is. But we have sounding boards in our life in the form of other men that have invested in our lives, other people within our community that have helped us refine that skill set and growing our relationship. That this podcast is a test to our faith and our commitment. It really is. (laughs) God has entrusted us with work. And are we tough enough to step up to the call? and carry out his will and his mission and help others in growing their faith do we have every answer absolutely not is our way the best absolutely not but we do have a unique perspective on things and we have walked a little bit of life and we have been knocked on our tail and we have fallen flat on our face and we've had to dig ourselves out of those holes and we've stood atop the mountain right boasted in all of our humanly glory and i'd like to kind of share some of the intentions because we. We racked around for a long while. What is this show? What is this show going to be? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this show? And I'm telling you, what was it? Five minutes before we hit the red button on record, I said, Jared, does our why really even matter? Does our why really even matter? We spent so much time trying to invest on why we're doing the show. Why don't we just let him work? Sit down on the mic, open up a Bible, and let's see what comes of it
1: it's so funny that we go there um this is totally well so we've we've talked about this extensively for a couple months and each time we talk about starting the podcast it's been funny because what you I, I you've been down here for a year and a half yeah. and uh we came down the 20th of january shelby and i did and how well, shoot! Even in August, we talked about getting together and doing yes, the sir. show, right? And each time, I always have to ask, "Well, what's the podcast gonna be? What's the da 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 And this is little senses of doubt in me. And every time is we we need to get a couple episodes out there of whatever we bounce ideas off of each other. But really, the 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 why of of this podcast. And it's so funny now as I think back of this because so we talked, we made a plan. We were supposed to come out here last Friday and things came up. We didn't end up getting to come out here. So we scheduled for this Friday and we did it. But this whole time, this whole journey, this whole year. So that w- Ma- Aaron made that call to me in March and last year, March last year. So it's been just a little over a year of me wow. chasing, chasing. I not know it's been that long. Ch- yeah, chasing this deal. And um, I have a... Uh, uh three spiritual brothers back home they're close to home. We do some we do rodeo bible camps together and stuff. We have another bo- podcast, The Cowboy Connection. We've been doing that for two years now. And it literally started out the same kind of same way. We're just gonna four of us just get together and have a Bible study because of an idea that Kevin had of a band of brothers and ironing sharpening iron. And Bill is a pastor at a little church in Grass Rain, which is a community of 100 people, a congregation of 30 people regularly, probably 50 people on a big service, right? Um, Kevin leads a ministry. In Matitsi, another little town in Wyoming. Then there's a uh, um, an accountant, a CPA, Tad Torgerson in Miles City, and me. <laughs> like, <laughs> here, here we go. go. It's a ragtag yes, group sir. of guys that have put that do these rodeo Bible cans That every time we get together, it's fire, man. Yeah, and it Heck just yeah. you get in, you get you get filled up. You get that band of brother, the the ironing sharpening iron. And so I February, I turned 31. And I spent a year It my, my, the year of 30 for me, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, uh, a, I don't know. It was a weird, peculiar year for me because it wasn't that all of a sudden I felt old or anything, but it was that all of a sudden I felt like I should have my crap way more figured out than I actually <laughs> do, right? And so I did a lot of soul searching. I don't know if that ever goes away, but carry on. <laughs> a, a year. Of, so I turned 31 last February and I, I was looking back on my, the year of 30 for me and I spent a I spent a lot of that year soul searching on why I am the way I am, why I believe what I believe, and looking back on all the big impactful moments and impactful people in my life, and how God had placed those situations, those people in my life for things that I'm starting to see happen now. Yes, sir, and,
0: absolutely. And
1: and. Or and or things that I've they've been a big impact but haven't been used yet and just with God is a God of the future right but he's also a God of the right now and so I would I just slowly started to see because I "Quote unquote," I'm not claiming this anymore, but I constantly would say I'm a nobody. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a. I've done it a I'm, times I'm a six-time NFR qualifier, but whoop de doo Like I have my heroes in the rodeo world. Casey Field, that's the goat. He's won seven yes, world sir. titles. I never won. I never won a world title. So, who am I? You know, it's, and it's not that I'm knocking down my accomplishments. I had a great career. I, I mean, I, I was one of the, the 15 best six years, you know, and I, I would, I'll, I'll go out on a limb here, not being cocky, arrogant, or bragging, but I'll go out on a limb there that my peers, when they talk about me behind my back, they say that's one of the greatest bareback riders to walk the face of the planet. Yeah. And, but, I, like, I don't think so right G- deep down do I yeah I, I mean there was only one goal that I didn't accomplish and that was getting a gold buckle which was because I d- didn't have enough time yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, I-, I would still be chasing that if the situation was different Heck yeah. but it wasn't it's not that I'm not one of the greatest bareback riders to ever live right it's why didn't I see myself as that Well, when I look back at that is, is because I'm always striving to be better. I'm always, I want to be just a little bit better, whatever it is that I'm chasing, whether it's bareback riding, whether it's the cow horse deal, whether it's the ranching, whether it's what being a better husband, being a better father, all these things. I don't get satisfied with the right here. I'm content. I'm content with where I'm at. I'm content with my rodeo career. I was content with making the nfr being a top five guy year in and year out i was content with that but i'm always striving to be a little bit better and so as i was as i was seeking all this out in the my year 30 year i was I realize I was hardwired that way. And for me, I have to shoot for the impossible. I'm always striving for the impossible. I can find the joy not getting to the impossible, but I got to be striving for the impossible. It was revealed to me that that's what God calls me to do here. He calls me just one to know him, but then he calls me to be perfect as he is perfect. I don't believe I I believe there's people out there that will reach perfection, that can reach perfection, but I don't believe that I'm one of those Yeah, I don't don't think I'm on that list. (laughs) I don't think I'm on that list, my friend.
0: (laughs) It's not that God wants
1: me to be perfect. Not in the slightest. He wants me to strive for that. So how do I strive for that? I got to know him you got to develop that relationship i got to develop that relationship he wants my heart he wants my wants he wants my desires he wants my those things to line up with the purpose that he has for my life what's my purpose in life i got a lot of purposes one i'm a husband so i got I got a wife to steward well i got to love her as jesus loves the church and i have a little boy that is entrusted to me that i got to make a man that knows and fears the lord and then an, I don't need to shape him into being a Christian, but I want that boy to know when his coming into manhood comes that he goes to the Lord instead of to the world, right? Yes, sir. And so the conversation about this podcast is always the why of the podcast. Well, the statement to me that since the wreck, one comment, and I call it a comment, and it took me a while to turn that into a comment was people would come up to me and they say you're an inspiration you're an encouragement and i don't know if i would have if i could have the same attitude that you have in that situation and it used to bother me it bothered me bad because i was like i'm the same guy I'm just just because yeah. i'm in a wheelchair right now doesn't mean that i'm not the same jr i was that you were cheering on while i was rodeo absolutely or th- that's Yeah, I'll probably share some of that on the podcast too. But I went down a road of destruction for a while and came back. But I was still the same guy in all of that. I've, I've, that's hardwired into me too. I'm true to myself and always have been for a long time. And I have plenty of faults. I have plenty of, plenty of missing the marks in in my life also that I, I daily am working on and daily struggle with. But I've always been. Everybody knows what they get when they shake J.R. Vazain's hand. I love it. Right? And and no, it's, I, it's I, true. And yes. I'm not coming about this boastfully or bragging, but I, I and I'll ask you, I mean, what the, No, what the you da- see is what you get. The day you called me, nope. have, I mean, have 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 I surprised you by nope. any of my actions? Nope. has been fire all the way. That's why he's sitting in the seat. Like,
0: you know, he speaks truth.
1: So, the Lord has been preparing me for a long time for this exact day. And as the cowhorse journey transpired and steamrolled and and got real, I've been chasing it for a year now. I was I seen it transition into my ministry, and those guys that we're on the podcast with. This is so crazy that you that the the start of this rabbit hole that I went down came to this because I I, I went to Bill Ploof's church in Grass Range and. This was it, the the week before we left down here, and him and I, we talk all the time, and I've been saying, I think I'm getting prepared for a ministry. I think I'm getting prepared for a ministry, but I'm not ready yet. I'm not a preacher. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm placing uh, God in a box. Y-
0: yep. Like we've done and, before. And
1: uh, so I had, I had caught myself because for the last three years, a lot of guys have come to me for spiritual guidance or with life questions that I always back up with the truth, which is the word of God. I strongly believe that every word in here was inspired by the Holy Spirit because of, we were talking about this too. I'm not, I'm, this is going to prove the point that I'm not, uh college or educatedly as far as I can't recite the scripture I know somewhere in this word that, that that is a verse that every word in here is inspired by the Holy Spirit I can't tell you where it is but <laughs> what I know it's in, what's here? in here and um John 1:1 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was was with God and the word was God and that Jesus is the way the truth and the life So, I believe that this book is truth. I believe that it has all the, all the answers to all of our problems. So, we said a uh, bill asked me i so i've had in the course of three years as that comment the people saying i don't think i can have that same attitude mm-hmm. I, it used to bother me and it used to frustrate me and it used to my i would get defensive and i go why because i'm the same guy i put my pants on the same way you do i'm the same guy i was before this the it looks different now or there's been a life change it's a little different that transitioned into yes you can Why can you have that attitude? Because if you'll do what this book says, you can get to this attitude. Absolutely. Because I've been in deep, dark depression. I've been in deep dark worry i've been in how the heck am i gonna raise a kid from a wheelchair i've been in how the heck am i gonna be able to provide for a wife from a wheelchair i've been in how the heck am i gonna chase a raining cow horse dream from a wheelchair i've been in these situations i've i'll go as far as i've been and we can we'll uncover that in the course of this podcast too but i've been i've i've had i've had the prayer of lord I've never put the gun in my mouth, but I've had the prayer, Lord, please don't let me wake up tomorrow because I think the people around me would be better off without me. That's a scary place to be, my friend. And look at me. I'm still here. Serving a mighty God, making work. There's a purpose in each and every one of us, and the purpose is greatness. I serve a God of excellence and greatness. And at that crossroads, at that why... At that, Lord, how am I going to provide for my wife? How am I going to parent this child correctly? How, Lord, I think that people would be better off without me. At that why, what did I do? I went to God. Yeah. He gave me the strength. He showed me the way to go. He provided with friends, with family, with the word I needed. The clarity, the resources, the commitment. Practical Christianity is my ministry. Yeah. So, oh, a- we were, we did a rodeo Bible camp. So for three years, there's been a lot of people that have been coming to me and I've, every time they bring their problems to me, it's so funny. My wife gets so annoyed with it because she's <laughs> like, how can these, how can we have all these people that call you complaining about yeah. their life when we yeah. have this going on? Yeah. And so it, it, part of my soul searching was I searched my spiritual gift and I have a spiritual gift. I'm an encourager. I'm an inspirer. And, I've embraced that because of the putting God in a box and who am I to encourage you or who am I to change your life by some little simple word that I have or whatever or who am I to change your the trajectory of your faith because I get on a horse or I make a turnaround or I can hit a sliding stop or whatever. Yeah. Who am I to do that? Like, yeah. There's Chris Dawson. There's Lance Johnson. There's, there's Casey Deary. There's... There's Aaron Brookshire. There's all these guys that do all those things way better than me. So who am I that this would encourage you? Yeah. So I've embraced that I'm an inspirer and an encourager. And as those people bring those things to me, it doesn't bother me because I, I'm like, well. You're in your element. If I can do it, you can do it. So yep. suck it up and quit yep. freaking crying in your dang Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Bill yep. asked me. We did a we do a we do a rodeo Bible camp in November, uh, the week before Thanksgiving, and the lead up to this, it was fire. That weekend was fire, and uh, I'd been saying. A lot of people would come to me, and I, I would be able to recite the truth. I would be able to recite verses to them. I would be able to lead them to Jesus and lead them to the Bible and say, I, I always said, I'm not a preacher, but I've had that situation in my life, and this is what I did. I'm not a preacher, but da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So at that weekend, Bill asked me, he's and it was one of those same things as the podcast we talked about before. I'd went and shared a message at his church two years prior to that and it always been when are you gonna come back and do it again? When are you gonna come back and do it again? But the 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 quote that uh, that uh, that hit me was he asked me, he said, Hey, when are you gonna come preach at my church again? And I went I I went I'm and I caught myself. Got hung up on that preach. I am a preacher. We put preacher as the pastor of the church. I might not be called to pastor pastor a church, but in Matthew, it tells me that I am called to go share the good news, cast out demons, raise the dead, and heal the sick. Jesus freely gave to me, so I am to freely give to others. If I can give you a word of encouragement that breathes life into your dead situation, that's what I am called to do. If I am, and that's what I'm gonna do. If I am, if I am to, to be being led as I grow in my relationship with the Lord and He tells me to, Lay my hands on you and watch him heal your broken leg. That's what I'm gonna do, because of John 13. And I, I quick noted this, opened it up here, but the the scripture is Jesus is washing the disciples' feet, and uh, prior to this, the the disciples ridicule Jesus because he allowed Martha to pour the expensive perfume on his feet, right? And they're saying, well, we could have sold that and gave it to the poor and da-da-da-da-da. And one of the one of the quotes is, uh, Jesus says, you'll always have the poor among me, but you won't always have me. And what she's doing is preparing me for burial. She's truly worshiping me, is basically what he was saying. So then he begins washing the disciples' feet. And I think it's Peter says... You can't wash my feet. What about washing the rest of my body? And in uh, John thirteen fourteen, he says, And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. And that's what I want my life to be about. I want to be a service... Jesus didn't come to be served but he came to serve and this whole cow horse journey and this white horse Ramita podcast and all of the things I want to truly worship Jesus and be a I want to do as people have done to me and a, a, a week prior to us coming down here in January I, I'd been talking to Bill about I, I I don't know I think the Lord's calling me to a ministry and I think I have a ministry coming about and da 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 he's preparing me for a ministry and um, I went and preached at his church and they let that little congregation laid hands on me and, and, and said this is the start of it and i've been I've been on a I've been in a wilderness journey. I've been ups and downs and frustrated with the cow horse journey and the selfish sides of this, but I have kept my mind open to the big picture of all of this and this is my ministry and my ministry is practical Christianity that Jesus a, a, a quote was shared with me the other day by Pastor Trevor and the quote is grace finds you where you're at, but it will never leave you where it found you. Amen. I want, I've been broke. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been broke financially. I've been broke spiritually. I've been broke. I've been broken every which way you can be broke. I've been in the in in deep dark holes. I've been I've been on high mountain tops. I've been everywhere in between. And the only constant is is in all of those God's grace and mercy is good and it is for everybody and all he wants is your heart.
0: <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head with a lot of this that religion has re- ruined the relationship Mm -hmm. that people have or people seek or people pursue with with God and and for me in my journey we've lived a lot of parallels in the form of being someone who encourages and people coming to you with spiritual advice or spiritual questions you know I come from the warrior world and there's this huge separation of church and state and you've been in that business long enough you've had those come to Jesus moments you've seen your life flash before your eyes you've wondered if this is your time you wondered if your card's getting punched And the weight of the world and the weight of those careers and the weight of life muddy the waters. And sometimes people have difficulty navigating those waters. I sure know I did. I failed miserably in navigating those waters throughout my life. But God has revealed to me in the last several years, as I grew my relationship with Him, what my intention and what my purpose is here. And yes, I've always been in service industries. And yes, I've always, quote unquote, served humanity. But God recently revealed you're done here I need you elsewhere and it's time to give it all up and it's time to throw all this chapter and all these successes of your life away in a worldly definition to follow his calling for me in my life and I always ended up in a position having the tough conversations with guys when they are trying to navigate life and I'm not talking about do I buy the new truck or do I buy the three year old truck I'm talking about I need to make a difference in my life or I'm going to lose my marriage or the conversations that I've had several times over with families that have lost their children or trying to talk those guys off of a ledge when they think there's no value to their life and they don't need to be here anymore. And as those conversations started falling in place for me, I realized that those conversations are not because I'm exceptional. Those conversations are not presented to me because I have this grandiose skill set that I conjured up. Those conversations have been brought to me because God has entrusted me with a skill set and an opportunity to share his will and his glory and what he has done in my life. And for so many years, I kept quiet and Satan had his stronghold through doubt in me. I doubted, who am I? the same exact conversations that you had with yourself. Who am I to share this word? Who am I to preach this experience? Who am I to teach somebody else? Who am I to bend this perspective on somebody's life? And for me, this show is that step in faith. Mm. If I truly believe that God has given me this skill set, and if I truly believe that God has presented this opportunity in which he entrusts me to steward, then we need to get after it. And we need to commit to the scripture and we need to commit to our experiences. And I need to get over the fact that I'm not a preacher and I'm not college educated in the Bible and I'm not the leader of a church. I'm an ordinary man. Mm, Come on. But guess what? We're going to find that in the Bible here in the next couple episodes. (laughs) Isn't
1: that what they were? Ordinary men?
0: And to disciple, (laughs) we need to share what God has done in In our our lives. lives. In our lives. And if that invokes thought for our listeners, great. If that sparked interest in their life, great. If that clarifies an opportunity for God to work in their life based on the story he has written in their journey, let's get after it. Here's a,
1: in a nutshell um, for me that I've been down the 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 journey of the last four and a half years is um, Jesus calls us to know him in Ephesians four one. And then, but prior to that, so what is knowing Jesus? Um, To know somebody, you got to hang out with them, right? And Jesus calls us to lay down our lives, pick up our cross, and follow him. Daily. Daily. It's that simple. That is so hard for us to grasp because lay down our lives is to die to our flesh. That's to put... My to seek his will in my life, to seek his purposes, to make sure his wants and desires for me line up for my wants and desires. Right? So die to my flesh. I guess in a nutshell, this is what I want to portray. This is a, where I I am 100% open to however the Lord uses this. Absolutely. Both of us are. And uh, if we get one listener. Great. It's the one. That that was the one that mattered because one of the comments i'd made was we've talked about getting this up and going for quite a while and every single time at the end of those conversations on the phone is what are we going to say again what are we going to do again what are we going to what do we want to portray again and we've i've been thinking about those and praying about those things but neither one we, we got our bibles open right here and i brought a notepad that i've been uh uh writing down my my daily time with the Lord. I've been writing what He's been revealing to me, but other than that, we have nothing scripted. There's, We're gonna you ro- gave me homework. We're red, letter it rip. Well, we were supposed to meet last Friday, yep. and and I double checked. So what what are we doing here? And w- here's kind of where we're going with it. But maybe bring a Bible topic. Well, I didn't. Sh- I, I I revealed to you when I showed up here, man. I'm I ain't gonna lie. I don't really know where I'm going with any of this. But we stepped in this trailer and we said a prayer and we invited the Holy Spirit to come do a work through this. So I am open to wherever yes, this goes. I love it. And. And in a nutshell, I am on the journey of laying down my life, dying to my flesh daily, picking up my cross, which is joining in the sufferings with Jesus, right? Which is, I believe there's some on the physical side of that, but really, to me, what joining in the suffering is, when you die to your flesh, you join in the sufferings because you're not chasing what you want you're chasing what the lord wants sometimes that gets uncomfortable very (laughs) just (laughs) a little daily struggle (laughs) i have and follow him absolutely and to be following him i gotta be hanging out with him and i gotta be knowing where he's sending me in the future but i also gotta know what he wants me to do today because i have a work that needs to be done today and that's that's in a nutshell what i hope this this podcast portrays is inspiring inspiring and and encouraging and lighting the fires of people to to go seek those things out what does where where is your faith and where should your faith be and uh breathing life into into yeah. into dead areas. It's growing growing
0: their relationship. Encourage with God. and
1: inspire people to think deeper.
0: Absolutely. So let's do this. We're gonna wrap episode number one here. I think we're gonna take the trip a uh, trip to Ephesus here in the next episode, but as we wrap jr let's talk about social media way ways people can get a hold of you and then uh, i'll wrap with some of the contacts here as far as following White horse mood and all the up and comings for us
1: <laughs>
0: there's another funny thing here uh,
1: so uh social media wise you can follow me on instagram at jr vazain uh v-e-z-a-i-n um and i've been sharing on uh my my facebook page as of recently here um uh, I think it's J.R. Vizane, professional bareback rider. Um, so you can follow me on those two things as far as for me personally, which uh, there's going to be some content getting pumped out on those things. I've, I've started. I've been nudged. Um, it is a work of mine that I need to be more obedient and more diligent about. So I got my wife behind the camera making videos for me and I'm, I'm pumping out content on there with the same goal in mind, hopefully just planting seeds and inspiring people to, uh, to, to dig into their faith more and, and, and point people to Jesus and seeing where, what it transpires into and goes. So that's where you find me. You'll be able to see the journey and, and prior to the wreck, you go clear back to rodeo life and. Make sure that I'm not a liar on there. And if you if <laughs> if you hear anything that comes out of my mouth that you want to challenge me on, please bring it to my yeah. attention because um, I'm an open book. And I would I would I would I, honestly I, I love when people reach out to me because that that is it it is a job of mine to be diligent and do inspire and encourage. So don't hesitate. Don't I'm don't be a stranger. If yeah. uh, I've, I'm open to people reaching out and um. um coming with it come with the questions come with the whatever's come with the
0: comparisons come with whatever because it's the lord's work not mine and you hit a good point there that you know this is this this show the purpose of this show or the intent of this show that we have or we think's been revealed to us is to to invoke thought Mm -hmm. and to inspire people to be critical of their own relationships and the information that they receive so uh we're not afraid to sit down and hash some stuff out and like we said in the beginning of the episode, we're not going to have all the answers and we're not going to know it all through and through. There's plenty of people that know the Bible way better than me, way better than I ever will. Uh, but we're trying to inspire folks to grow their relationships with God because we've been in dark places and and we fought our way out. And we had this conversation a little bit ago in the house about being cut from a different cloth and, and that'll get revealed in future episodes. But for those of you listening to episode number one, wanting to get connected with either JR and I. Obviously, you can visit day6ranch.com. That's D-A-Y, the number six, R-A-N-C-H.com. All of our pod, or all of my podcasts are on there. Uh, Let Freedom Rain podcast is on there. White Horse Romuto, obviously, that I'm doing here with J.R. Razane is on there. Contact and cover is being released here in a little bit, and that's focused in the warrior industry. And then I also co-host a podcast with Chris Cox, Come Ride the Journey. So there's plenty of podcasts, plenty of options and opportunities for you to get connected uh, should you want to be involved in the email list and get, uh, first access to exclusive content. You can sign up down below at the bottom of that homepage there through day six ranch.com. All of our social media is at day six ranch is the handle. Uh, please let us know future topics you want discussed. Um, whether it be different scriptures, uh, different thoughts, different ideas, different perspectives, because JR and I have been blessed with lives full of experience and, uh, We've always done a pretty good job keeping the big picture, would you say?
1: Oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, you just talk about the life that we've lived, and we're barely there. I mean, yeah. it, it can end tomorrow. Oh, yeah. But look at what oh, yeah. we got in front of us, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, that, that just that struck me funny, man. There's been lots of experiences. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, i'm stoked i'm yeah. stoked to see where this rolls and 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 let the audience learn a little bit more about us and hopefully inspire if we can do it so can you we're the ordinary people <laughs> all you gotta <laughs> do is is, is is put your trust in the lord and start stepping right yeah. and that's uh, I'm. i'm stoked to see where it goes man so
0: good, good first episode episode one in the books white horse ramuda we'll talk to y'all later thanks again for joining us here on let freedom rain podcast If you're looking to grow in the areas of leadership, self-mastery, and discipleship, please visit day6ranch.com to see all we have to offer in the form of free content, podcasts, and material related to building a legacy-worthy lifestyle.